the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome to the Monday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show on the 6th day of November. And uh, got to tell you that a lot of contemplation has gone into today's show by your host this afternoon because of the events that have unfolded there in a small, small town southeast of San Antonio, Texas at a Baptist church where um, folks were just gathering on a regular Sunday morning, 11 o'clock to... uh, uh, worship the Lord, and before it was all over, Sutherland Springs, Texas, is now going to be a household name along with the church uh, of the same name, the First Baptist of Sutherland Springs, and uh, the carnage that has unfolded there because of a domestic uh, situation is just, uh, it's more than unthinkable. But I want to welcome you to our program this afternoon, and thank you for uh, tuning in, and we'll have a, a discussion on that uh, here in just a moment. But I want to welcome you here and tell you uh, how much we appreciate uh, you being part of our program and uh, honored to uh, serve you here once again. Uh, I do tell you that, um, you know, there are just times where I just wish I could come and bring some celebrated news to you. Uh, but uh, we are going through, uh, you know, one of those uh, times in our history to where uh, we just got some rough sailing. But uh, other than that, uh, I want to remind you that your input, your conversation, and your opinion is very important to us. So having said that, um, if you are in Tampa, our local number is 813-287-5700 for you to join the conversation. In uh, Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, your number is 941-955-0930. For all others across Florida and the U.S., uh, you can call me toll-free at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. For those of you tuning in uh, from the biz this afternoon, let me give you the preliminary closing numbers uh, from our markets. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrials were up 9.23 at uh, 23,548. NASDAQ also had a pretty good day, up 22 at uh, 67.86. And the S&P 500, for those of you who uh, do the 401Ks, the retirement program, so many of those are pegged to the S&P. Uh, that was up uh, $3.29 at 25.91.13. Well, we're going to open up the discussion here. I want to tell you that uh, at the bottom of the hour, right, uh, Michael, uh, we have Bill Muntz is going to be with me. Bill is, uh, for those of you who are listening at 102.1 in Lakeland, 
Um, many of you know Bill, a uh, faithful follower um, of the Lord uh, Jesus, and he is running uh, tomorrow. Uh, got a couple of local elections uh, there in Lakeland. We've got a mayor's election and city council, and uh, Bill's running for that. You know, I believe his official title is chairman of the board for the Florida Family Policy Council. Of course, that is um, the organization that uh, the head of that organization is my good friend, John Stenberger, who I spent some time with this weekend at a Trail Life event, also have those elections uh, happening for mayor and city council in St. Petersburg. So as always, we want to encourage you to be good citizens. But um, Bill's just a great guy, and I wanted to have a chance to just chat with him in general. He's running a very, very, very low-key campaign. I understand that's uh, sort of the way uh, Lakeland rolls there. And uh, so just I thought we'd have a little bit of a chat of um, uh, offsetting uh, what's happening on the national basis to keep you informed. Also, we probably won't get to it today, but uh, it is an absolutely crazy situation uh, in the state capitol. As you may have heard that um, State Senator Jack Latvala, who was uh, chairman of the Poor Appropriations Committee, um, that has been taken away from him temporarily uh, as of Friday and the ongoing exposure of sexual harassment uh, there in the state capitol. Uh, what, five or six women anonymously have uh, now come forward alleging that he had uh, inappropriate uh, um, conduct with them. And I want to remind you that um, uh, they were anonymous uh, no one has come forward. There isn't a court case, and it's very important that um, you remember how um, how important it is for us to consider people uh, innocent until either proven guilty or admitting guilt, and that is the farthest from where Senator Latvala is right now. A lot of things are flying back and forth. We also had a uh, Republican member of the legislature uh, who— um, said that she has also been uh, sexually harassed. However, she's not in a position of wanting to go forward or name anybody. So um, a lot of that is happening, and you talk about a big diversion uh, away from the important issues before the state of Florida, including a lot of hurricane recovery issues. So, again, we won't be talking about that today, but we will, Um, maybe even as soon as uh, tomorrow. But as far as uh, Sutherland Springs is concerned, uh, you're a church. How do you keep your church safe? What should a church be doing? Now, we're going to have more of an in-depth conversation uh, in the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And, of course, that is uh, exclusively heard on our Faith Talk stations uh, here at uh, WTBN, part of uh, letstalkfaith.com. We'll tell you more about that toward the end of the program. Plus, uh, I will be praying for the uh, Sutherland Springs community, specifically for those who have been impacted by the First Baptist Church there, and absolutely for the first responders. Well, we learned today that uh, at this small little church of about 400 people, 26 people have been shot dead including eight members, three generations of, the, of just one family. We have 20 wounded, and the range right now we're looking at is as young as an 18-month-old. 
is confirmed dead. And um, a precious senior as old as 77 years of age. We also have another mom who both her and her unborn child were shot and killed, uh, along with two or three of her siblings that were sitting next to her. Understand that uh, her husband and another sibling or two survived that attack. And, of course, as this was unfolding yesterday, these um, these high-profile crimes are certainly getting to be too many in nature and too close together. But there's one thing I just want to point out, and I'll look forward to you joining the conversation, 877-943-9673. Having someone walk into a church and open fire, though it is absolutely stunning, it is uh, it, it gives us shock and disbelief. If you are a student of global or world history, or you keep up with contemporary uh, global news, not necessarily for the same motive, but the Christian Church, in in particular. There have been attacks, multiple attacks, all around the globe for years. The difference is we here in America have sort of sat in the balcony of the globe, and and we've sort of watched these type of things happen everywhere else. We've watched the European cities as of late the last few years because of their policies and their lack of understanding – of the screening process of who may or may not have entered their their countries, we have seen what's been happening with vehicles being used as weapons. We've been seeing folks that have been uh, radicalized within Western Europe, so we're seeing that here. And the point I want to make and continue discussion is, my friends, evil knows no boundaries. There is good and there is evil in the world today. There is good and the evil here in America. Some of you may disagree with me, but there's a certain amount of evil in all of us. (laughs) There's a certain amount of, you know how it is. You know, some of you may know when you get cut off in traffic and that, that little thing rises up inside of you. You get a little angry. Or you may be a little bit short-tempered now. Now, thank thank goodness that um, even though there is trace elements of the evil in all of us, just thank goodness that the, the manifest evil that we saw unfolded once again in Sutherland, Texas, um, Sutherland Springs, Texas, is it, certainly not uh, widespread or epidemic, but it's there. It's been there. And one of the things we'll talk about during the second hour is um, what about soft targets? What about places like churches? How many of you went to a church yesterday and worshiped at a church? What size church do you attend? Is it a 
under a hundred member church? Is it a uh, two or three hundred member church? Is it uh, five hundred member, or or is it get or does it get up to what might be classified as a as as a mega church? And we'll talk a little bit more during the second hour about what are our churches supposed to be? How do we take some steps to be vigilant concerning our our churches and our congregational safety and security? But it's not just there. I'm not going to mention the other places because I hate, you know, whenever you talk about potential soft targets, you know what you're doing? The next person who's who's struggling with an issue of life, who may have the anger issues that this Devin Kelly has been dealing with, serious issues. Uh, we in the media, I believe, have to be very careful about um, what we enter into the uh, into the public discussion. And Lord knows my heart, as I've been contemplating today's show and thinking about today's show, I I never, ever want to say something. Um, not well thought out in this neighborhood or something that might give someone else a suggestion and to play into the struggle that they are having with their anger, their hostility toward other people. And uh, I got to tell you, when it gets to a level that you have a person with the background of Devin Kelly, who the New York Times in the last hour reported that not only was... He guilty of domestic violence. Not only was he held in detention for a year for doing that by the U.S. Air Force, now we're learning that um, in that hostility, he actually cracked the skull of his child. But yet he is out and he's perpetrating this horrible atrocity. More on this discussion coming up. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. invite you to join the conversation. From orphan to millionaire. I was abandoned, a child without parent. He opened his heart to God and opened his home to thousands of children in need. Mully, in partnership with Focus and the Family, discover the miraculous true story of how one man gave up earthly riches and became the wealthiest man in the world. I see impossible becoming possible. Mully, in theaters nationwide for one night only on Thursday, November 9th. Buy tickets now at mullymovie.com. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and bad tweets can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. Reputation.com can protect your good name. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. Call 800-651-4888. 800-651-4888. Tired of just the milk of the word? Ready for some steak from the scriptures? Come to Bible College. This is Dr. Rod White, president of Sola Scriptura Bible College. Now time and finances are no longer an issue. Total investment for everything is $1,000 a year. Two Saturdays a month, you will be mentored by trained professors. 
Study every chapter in the Bible in four years. Join us at Sola Scriptura as we study the mind and heart of God as revealed in His Word, the Bible. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. Start studying the meat of the Word. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. That's 727-614-6372. CM Bible College. That's Sola Scriptura Bible College. Bill Bunkley back here with the Bill Bunkley Show. It is uh, 20 minutes past the hour. Remind you that uh, each month we have uh, a book giveaway courtesy of our sister organization, Regnery Publishing, part of the Salem Media. Uh, just an absolute great resource on so many different levels. Each month we um, give away five different copies of brand new, uh, a brand new release by Regnery Publishing. This month, the book is All Out War, The Plot to Destroy Trump um, by Edward Klein. And uh, we're going to be giving that away. And I don't know, are we trying to get uh, Mr. Ed? Uh, Ed's been with us uh, several occasions, so we're getting, uh, we're working with uh, our people. Michael is working with his people, and we'll figure out when he's going to join us. But uh, since the uh, moment Donald Trump launched his presidential campaign, powerful, powerful figures, I should say, have been working to delegitimize the brash-talking businessmen and drive him from office before he can drain the swamp and take away their power. But who are these determined and ruthless individuals who are waging all-out war against our president? Why have left-wing progressives and members of the conservative establishment joined forces together together to drive Trump from office? And what does this mean for the future of American democracy? Ed Klein, the former editor-in-chief of the New York Times Magazine and uh, the investigative reporter behind number one New York Times bestsellers, The Amateur and Blood Feud, explodes with this new one, and he tells us who the villains are behind the plot to destroy Trump. So, to get in the running for your book, you can either go to am860theanswer.com, that's am860theanswer.com, or... AM930theanswer.com. That's AM930theanswer.com. Click on the contest tab in the menu bar. And oh, by the way, you can enter day after day after day to increase your uh, opportunities uh, to win. And I encourage you to do that uh, today. Well, getting back to our story and uh, getting back to uh, the senseless tragedy that is happening. So, why is this escalating? Why is this happening? Well, got to tell you that. Um, there's no doubt that, uh, in my mind, you might want to disagree, uh, but there's no doubt in my mind that the combination of uh, violence in movies, violence on in televisions, violent video games, uh, social uh, networking, social media platforms, um, that, um, you know, when you add it all together, not only have we been desensitized, about violence in general, let me ask you a question. Have you forgotten about the the massacre in Las Vegas? 
Does it seem like it was a year ago, six months ago? Do you realize that was just a few weeks ago? And I'm speaking to myself as well as all of you who are listening. We've got to be very careful because we are desensitized and we now have the ability to receive instantaneous news as well as um, ongoing updates that uh, we, in some instances, I believe, move on too quickly with our analysis and, and our deep thought process and, of course, our opportunity to uh, to pray about uh, these um, these new contemporary issues that uh, come before us. And then the fact that um, we have this, 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 this horrible um, situation in this, I mean, think about it to, 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 to get in such a horrible domestic violence situation where you have, uh, I guess, allegedly battered his wife, don't know all the details yet, but the New York Times, I believe, by way of the Daily Beast, is reporting that um, the killer, Devin Kelly, and by the way, it's only the first day after we have an event that I refer to the killer by name, but that um, while he was in the Air Force, he, he cracked his son's skull. He serves a year in the brig. He gets demoted twice and has... Uh, uh, does not get anywhere near an honorable discharge, but yet he is able to lie, I understand, buying guns in Denver, buying guns in Texas. He's able to lie, and uh, he bought all four of the weapons. They weren't stolen. Um, and to uh, be able to ha- be such a violent person. And by the way, I'm just, I know more, allegedly, than I am at liberty to share on this afternoon's broadcast. Uh, and I want to tell you, hats off to Captain Matt Bruce. I want to just tell you in the overnight, uh, you know, he's uh, on live uh, between 2 and 6. And the captain, really, it's really remarkable. He has uh, his uh, overnight audience, and uh, he has connected with not only our veterans around the United States, he's uh, picked up by several stations, affiliates uh, of his program, uh, but also first responders, and uh, if you happened to have been up uh, last night, you would have known that uh, pretty much uh, what the captain was uh, suggesting might be the case ended up being true. And uh, you're also going to find out that uh, the uh, the text messages that uh, uh, Kelly was sending to his mother-in-law over the last two or three days, uh, somewhere in that time frame, was very much suggesting about what he planned to do. And the early speculation, that's all it is, is that the reason why the mother-in-law and uh, speculation that his estranged wife was also living with her with their son, there was a reason why they were not in church and they were far away on Sunday. And if you haven't heard that uh, among the victims is um, uh, the uh, grandmother uh, of his wife. His grandmother-in-law is one of the victims inside the church. So, um, but one thing I want to say, and I'm going to be taking up this theme more in the second hour, 
is that um, not only do we need to talk about ways we must be vigilant, and I'm going to talk about what some churches are even doing publicly uh, about telling folks who might come onto their campuses with the intent to uh, to uh, create harm. Um, we've got to look at congregational safety. We've got to look at congregational security. But I want to tell you, uh, for those of us who are followers of Christ and understand um, biblical principles, we must never forget that a church's mission is not to be a closed Uh, For us to have closed hotels for just the saints. No, churches are to be open hospitals uh, for sinners, for places for people to go and get help. And when you have your doors open, yes, you are open to this type of situation. But sadly, Devin Kelly, sadly, this, this shooter, this sinner, didn't embrace either help that, uh, good solid Christian church had to offer and for that there is great sadness and we are praying for the folks there in Texas when we come back on the Florida Focus we have a mayor's election tomorrow and it's not just St. Petersburg we'll learn about the mayor of Lakeland's race Bill Muntz good friend coming up next don't go away be right back With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The wife of the First Baptist Church pastor in Sutherland Springs, Texas, says it gives her what she calls a sliver of encouragement to know that their 14-year-old daughter was surrounded by her church family when she was among those killed in yesterday's shooting. Sherry Pomeroy says Annabelle Pomeroy loved the church family fiercely and was loved in return a great deal. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and his wife Aki have given a Table runner adorned with golden embroidery to President Trump, who is known for his affinity for gold. Abe also gave Melania Trump a bracelet with Japanese motifs. Growing homeless camps along the West Coast stand in stark contrast to the city's roaring economies. And analysts say it's all because the growing high-tech industry is making some people wealthy and driving up the rental rates in those areas. And a lot of people simply cannot keep up. This is SRN News. As grateful as we are, the cost of saying thanks with turkey, dressing, and all the fixings can really add up. And then Christmas shopping. Here at Faith Talk, we want to bless you and help you bless others with the $3,500 thanks giveaway. Click the contest tab at letstalkfaith.com. Sign up before November 20th, and you could have 3,500 more reasons to say thanks. The $3,500 thanks giveaway. Click the contest tab at letstalkfaith.com. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. This past week, executives from Facebook, Twitter, and Google testified before Congress about Russian meddling in the 2016 election. For well over a decade, the Russians have spread disinformation and sought to influence the outcome of elections throughout Europe and elsewhere. The obvious question is, why hasn't more been done to respond to this threat? Although multiple administrations bear the blame for this failure, it was the Obama administration that for years consistently underestimated the threat from Russia. For example, Politico reported that in 2014, the Obama national security team received reports warning about Russia's capacity, history, and interests in disrupting political systems in Europe. It should have been clear that those capabilities could be used to attack the U.S., but nothing was done. Russian efforts to undermine American democracy did not end with the 2016 election. Put simply, 
This is one of the reasons why they continue to represent a serious threat to our national security. Now is the time to act quickly and decisively to ensure the integrity of our democratic system. I'm Lon He Chen. Messages that inspire, give hope, life, and spiritual transformation, and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hi, this is John MacArthur of Grace to You. If this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, standing by in our studios. I am excited, uh, but I've just been told uh, I can't make an announcement yet. All I can tell you is this is first, welcome back to Bill Bunkley show on this Monday afternoon. And uh, I've just gotten word of uh, something very, very significant and very, very positive as it relates to the unfortunate uh, massacre that happened uh, in Sutherland Springs, Texas, uh, at the small Southern Baptist Church. What I will tell you is is that uh, I anticipate, and um, I, I got a text, uh, but I'm going to hold off on it uh, because uh, I think there's going to be uh, an announcement forthcoming from the Southern Baptist Convention as it relates uh, to the, um, the situation there with the First Baptist Church of Sutherland Springs, Texas, and so, um, though I'm, uh, I know what the announcement is, I want you to, um, at least I want to have confirmation first that it has been released uh, from the convention. But um, uh, let me just say, for those of you who happen to be listening this afternoon who are Southern Baptist or Florida Baptist, there is uh, a little bit of an array of, um, uh, of some encouraging news that uh, should be coming uh, forward here in just a few moments. Now, we um, had anticipated, and we're kind of standing by, it's the day before the election in Lakeland, and uh, Bill Muntz is um, uh, a confidant and one of the key supporters of the Florida Family Policy Council. And, uh, of course, they are the organization that I work with in Tallahassee as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. And while we're waiting, uh, John Stember, of course, uh, is the is the uh, founder and organizer of that. 
Um, let me just share that uh, this weekend for Trail Life USA, we were there at the YMCA camp in Apotka, Florida, where we had Trail Life troops come in from all over the state. Uh, it was uh, the theme of uh, embracing the journey. And not only did I have a chance to experience that with my son, Zachary, with uh, Troop 7 um, here in uh, Tampa for Trail Life USA, I was honored to have been asked to bring uh, sort of the keynote uh, remarks or address uh, at the closing campfire uh, Saturday night and um, had a chance to talk about uh, embracing the journey uh, to, uh, oh, three or 400 uh, gathered there. Uh, very, very, uh, may have been larger than that. I'm not uh, also always the best at uh, predicting crowd sizes, but uh, had a chance to talk about uh, embracing the journey that we all uh, follow in terms of our lives. Uh, my first uh, comments were about the uh, founder of Scouting, Scouting, which was Lord Baden-Powell, um, a gentleman who, while he was uh, uh, later to be a, a, a lieutenant general in the British Army in the uh, serving in both Africa and India, while he was in Africa in the Second Boer War, uh, he was defending a town called Mafe King and was very much outnumbered. But uh, because of his skill set and his leadership, uh, he was able to defend, uh, not only defend Mafe King, but to, to be victorious. And for that, uh, he returned to uh, the United Kingdom uh, and got uh, not only a hero's welcome then, but since he had written a book called Scouting for Boys, uh, he um, came back and was the uh, the founder of Scouting. What's interesting about his story is is that uh, his dad was uh, not only a priest in the Anglican Church uh, of England, uh, but was also a professor at Oxford University. I think he taught geometry. But um, his dad died at the age of three, and Baden-Powell was raised by his mom. And I made the connections about, uh, first of all, she was a determined mom to uh, do all that she could to ensure his success. Uh, in the in the way that he wanted, uh, you know, his um, life to go. But at the same time, um, it was an opportunity with so many youngsters we have today who come from uh, divorced families, uh, single moms struggling to raise some of these kids. Some of the dads that are out there singling, you know, raising them themselves had a chance to talk about uh, his journey. And by the way, when Baden-Powell was young, he was an expert at scouting. Now, today we would call it recon. We would call it many different things. But uh, back then, um, apparently next to where he lived, there was this large track of woods. And in those woods, um, it was off limits. He wasn't supposed to be in those woods. But uh, he would go play in those woods. And then I guess when the caretakers went looking for him, um, he would then he would then hide from them, and it became uh, a challenge to him to stay away from them. And uh, there's where he first developed his skills that would later be um, further developed as he got into his military experience. So I was sharing, you never know when you're young or any moment of the day that you are on the journey. And that we are to embrace the journey. And, of course, uh, you know, Trail Life USA is a decidedly Christian organization, so it also deals with Christian values. 
Then I talked a little bit about, since it was a full moon this weekend, I had uh, the kids around the campfire and the adults uh, sort of look up to the moon, reminded them of Neil Armstrong and his journey uh, of growing up and being the first man on the moon, reminded them that um, maybe there was someone sitting in that campfire who might one day, just uh, from a potka, head a little bit uh, east and south over to the uh, to the Kennedy Space Center. Who knows, maybe someone in that group may one day be going on uh, a journey to Mars that we are dreaming about and talking about today. And then I challenge them about their own journeys, uh, regardless of uh, where they find themselves, about uh, not only um, looking toward... Uh, God and his word, but to also to continue to align their lives up with uh, what I call the the handbook for uh, our daily living, the owner's manual, which is uh, which is the scriptures. So anyway, that was uh, a great night uh, to spend with my son, Zachary, and again, the annual encampment uh, for uh, Trail Life USA. Now, I, I just shared that a little bit because uh, Bill Muntz, who is very close to the founder of uh, Trail Life USA, John Stenberger, and uh, has also been a pivotal uh, influencer with the Florida Family Policy Council. Um, And I was pleasantly surprised to find out that uh, some of his friends uh, have uh, pulled him into the mayor's race. I understand he was kicking and screaming and uh, wasn't necessarily out there seeking for it. But uh, Bill Muntz is joining me this afternoon from Polk County. Bill, are you there? I am, Bill, and good to join you. Hey, it is so good to have you with us this afternoon, and I know tomorrow is going to be a big day for you. Now, we got a break coming up in a moment, and I'm glad we were able to hook up. But, Bill, you're there uh, in Polk County. Tell us a little bit about your ties to Polk County, uh, your ties professionally, and uh, then after the break we'll get into more of uh, why you feel called to uh, lead that city as the next mayor. Sure. I moved here in 96 from Indianapolis, and uh I found uh, Lakeland and the greater Polk County area um, just a wonderful place to be able to uh, kind of sink our teeth into uh, civically, mostly through not-for-profit involvement and um, working with uh, boards primarily in that regard. I owned Lakeland Auto Mall, which which is a Ford and Hyundai dealership and was a Mazda and a Suzu at at the time we came. And then later sold it um, because none of my 12 kids wanted to be in the car business. So I decided I needed an exit plan. And uh, we retired about a year ago and then um, uh, really with encouragement, as you mentioned, of others in the city, started to look at taking the voluntary involvement that I've done in the past and move it into uh, the public service arena. Mm. What do you think, Bill, <clears throat> that what do you think you have learned from raising 12, count them 12 children? What do you think uh, you, along with your wife, have learned in, in that pathway that also gives you um, some wisdom and expertise as it comes to, well, not only handling people, but dealing with people and and being their their chief advocate, uh, as I believe you're going to be elected to mayor tomorrow in Lakeland, uh, anything that you can pull from that endeavor on what helps to equip you today? Oh, very much so. Uh, I will tell you, because of the disparate opinions and personalities and ages over the uh, family as we were raising them, uh, we did family meetings. And so that translates to me into what I did in business, which was town meetings, 
uh, with employees uh, on a regular basis, as well as within our church involvement, town meetings uh, with the congregation, because I welcome the opportunity to talk about issues and talk through things that are problems as opposed to ignoring them. And so when I really look at the city and I think about the wonderful opportunities we have in Lakeland, because Lakeland has, Lakeland has a lot of wonderful dynamics already going on in it, I think about one of our greatest areas that I can bring to bear is my collaborative uh, consensus-building uh, skills that have grown really out of those arenas earlier. I think it's probably been the biggest reason I've been involved in many boards is because I can build direction to where we can go instead of focusing on what we can't do. And so I really want to see us do that in Lakeland well, particularly in the poverty areas, with um, giving people hope and direction and vision and internships and job opportunities uh, so that people who want to go and grow and maybe have had um, misaligned opportunity to do that, uh, get help mentoring-wise across the city with other people who can help them accomplish uh, a, a, a dream that has an address. Mm. Talk about Lakeland for those of you living outside the city. And, of course, uh, we are excited because uh, we, on our Faith Talk side, we now have 102.1 FM dedicated to uh, the citizens there in the city of Lakeland. But uh, I know uh, my mother-in-law, Tony's mom, is uh, in one of the retirement communities out on Hardin, out by the the bypass. But uh, Mm -hmm. Lakeland is such a home to so many retirees and uh, folks that uh, really have traditional values, traditional Judeo-Christian values. Talk about that a little bit. Got about about a minute and a half left, and we're going to hold you over the break. Talk about that in terms of you being able to relate to a lot of your constituents. Well, I love all ages of people, and I've served as the hospital board chair as well as on VISTES as chairman, which is our volunteers in service to the elderly boards and and Central Florida Speech and Hearing Center. And with those involvements have – had great opportunities to meet the rich wealth of elderly people we have in our community, and we have gems that live here. Uh, and so I know lots of them want to be more involved and use their skills. So that's one of the things I want to have happen. This is a very philanthropic community. The spirit of Lakeland is very giving. And so um, th- we have wonderful Christian advocates for change and rolling up their sleeves and getting to work to do what needs to be done uh, on the homeless side all the way through the elderly. And so I just look at it as a superlative opportunity for us to engage people who aren't connected across the city. I think we could even do it on a model basis as a city in our nation. All right. When I come back, uh, I want to talk to Bill Munz about, uh, I want to talk about uh, if he was mayor of Lakeland and if Lakeland would have a tragedy such as Texas. And his point of view also involves very, very dedicated person to the church uh, in terms of uh, understanding, you know, a church security. All of that uh, coming up next. And by the way, that website is Mutz for Mayor. That's M-U-T-Z for Mayor.com if you'd like to uh, check that up. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment as we sort of look at uh, one man's thoughts about uh, having leadership at a time such as we see in Texas. Don't go away. We'll come right back. Stowing away the time. Are you gathering up the
Hello, I'm David Jeremiah, and I believe today's children deserve solid Bible teaching that will help them begin a lifelong journey with God. And that's why I've created the Mission Quest Kids Devotional. This yearly devotional gives kids an in-depth weekly Bible lesson that teaches a spiritual truth, scripture to remember, and an activity to put what they've learned into action. Mission Quest is available now at airshipgenesis.com slash missionquest. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Krill Omega 50 Plus combines krill oil with ultra-pure fish oil in one tiny pill, and it promotes your joint health, your heart health, your arteries, brain function, and even your eye health. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus today. Just pay for shipping, and we'll send you a free bottle. Experience the miracle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Call now for your free bottle 1-800-340-5765 that's 1-800-340-5765 1-800-340-5765 again call now 1-800-340-5765 what are the laws concerning obscenity on the radio waves this is law and justice with jay Seculo. My question is, I live in the Kansas City area, and there's some radio stations out here where the DJs are consistently taking God's name in vain. Does that violate some sort of obscenity law, and is there anything I can do to stop it? There was a series of cases on that uh, in the Supreme Court a number of years ago, and the fact is uh, it it has to be so profane that uh, the FCC would have to take action then. But those that engage in what's called uh, shock broadcasting, and there's some that do, uh, know pretty much where that line is. Now, there was a group that was broadcasting out of New York. It was called the Opie and Andy Show, and I did a, a news piece for 2020 on this saying that that kind of expression crossed the line of indecency and should have been regulated off or fined. And the fact was they ended up uh, no longer being on the air, at least in the format that they were. So there can be action taken, but very difficult with existing law on that issue. Stand with us and join the American Center for Law and Justice at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot, come to you with free mobile service, and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. 
We're back. Bill Bunkley here on this Monday afternoon, and I want to quickly get back to our guest, which is uh, Bill Muntz, who's a candidate for mayor of the city of Lakeland. That election is tomorrow. Remind all you all that are listening in, especially on 102.1 FM there in Lakeland. And uh, one of the things I just want to mention that uh, Bill is he's been chairman of the board. Uh, for the Family Family Policy Council since 2004. Now, to be chairman for like 13 years, going on 14 years, that is quite a commitment. And I know that uh, he is a very, very important uh, right-hand individual to uh, John Stenberger. But uh, I only say that to set this up, Bill, and that is I know that since you got news of this horrible tragedy in Texas that involves a church, involves somebody that has mental, uh, you know, deficiencies or or, or whatever we are going to find out. Wow. If you're mayor or or even if you're chairman of the deacons of a church, I know that we have uh, all sort of talked about this who deal with these sort of general issues. Give us some thoughts just uh, in, in a couple of three minutes here as we round out this day, because uh, I'd like to hear your wisdom. Well, I think all of us have this deep thread of concern that uh, runs uh, of almost of a fear, you know, outside of obviously God's sovereignty, that runs through us when we think about something like that happening in a venue where we have responsibility. And, you know, we're in shopping centers. We There are store owners that, li- that live out there. There's people that are in retirement living centers, and mm-hmm. people who own companies. And so w- the reality is that we can't be fearful all the time, or we wouldn't want to do anything on the outside, but we have to be wise as serpents and innocent and stuff. So that means in churches, I think today it's uh, increasingly important to think about having action plans for an event that occurs like that at the uh, board level that you think through, what are we going to do? Uh, It's certainly true when we have uh, meetings. We have a meeting on a monument uh, in our city on December 4th that we changed the venue of because it's a Confederate monument, and that discussion, of course, we know goes nationally. Mm -hmm. Uh, We changed the the venue because it wasn't a well-protected area, and there was a lot of outside interest in coming that aren't people that even live in your city. Hmm. And so you have to be wise enough to say, well, 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 then we shouldn't probably be having this event structured that way. So that the real constituents, the people who are affected, are the ones who have the opportunity for input. It's hard, and it's going to become increasingly so, and Christians are going to be targeted, and we know that's true. Uh, It's wonderful in our county to have a vigilant sheriff like Grady Judd. Oh, yeah. A committed (laughs) Christian himself, and, and, you know, a person who prepares and is tactically uh, strong and advisory uh, for us, as well as our own Lakeland Police Department under the uh, Chief of Police, Larry Giddens, who is also very experienced in SWAT background. So we have to think about these things more because they're realities, while we also want to make sure that we live life as normally as possible. Mm. Well, Bob Hunts, when they when they ask the question, well, how has he served our community? You know, uh, you and I both through the years have seen so many of what I call fake resumes. <laughs> yes. No when, when someone steps up and, uh, boy, they list everything, and uh, you ask some of those organizations, they would say, well, I think he was kind of AWOL. I want to tell you that when, when – uh, and I just want to tell you on the air, going down the ways that you have uh, really inputted – uh, your expertise in so many different organizations. It really is phenomenal. And I know I would 
Uh, John would say this, John Stember, if he was on the air, that uh, your ongoing dedication to uh, being one of his chief counselors has been invaluable to him. And uh, also, let me just say, for anybody listening who um, who uh, is enjoying the benefits of Trail Life USA by virtue of your of your son, uh, do know that if it wasn't for the leadership of Bill, the board of the Florida Family Policy Council that basically said, John, when this thing broke, uh, if this is where you think God is leading, we'll back you. Um, Go do th- it. This is another individual that's behind the scenes that uh, even as I talked about the trail junction this weekend, very, very key to that. So obviously for my listeners, you know that uh, I hope that tomorrow you don't get too busy and that uh, (laughs) if you would get to the polls, you would delight me uh, greatly to be able to talk about uh, your next mayor, Bill Munson. By the way, if you'd like to find out more about uh, his candidacy, that's Munts for Mayor. That's M-U-T-Z for Mayor.com, M-U-T-Z for Mayor.com. And, Bill, uh, I guess there's a part of me saying, uh, why do you want to do this? But you're a community guy, and uh, <laughs> and I know it's tough with all the factions that are out there. But thank you so much uh, for your service at Lakeland, and I know you're busy today with the last-minute campaigning. Thanks for spending some time with me. Oh, listen, it's a privilege for me. And I really – for me, it's, a, it's not being in politics. It's being a public servant. And so that's the way I look at it, and that's what I want to accomplish. And let me say, this is one of the rare breeds where you can take what he's saying, and that is from the heart. Trust me. Bill, thanks for being with us. Uh, Best wishes to you. God's providence. Thanks. Appreciate it so much, Bill. Thanks for your show. Take care. I'll tell you what. It uh, it really is encouraging to me when uh, men and women of character step up and run for office and uh, haven't had a chance to talk about it much, but I didn't want to talk about it today. Coming up next... uh, Jay Sekulow is coming up on our answer stations uh, right here, AM 930 and 860. If you're on the biz, we'll be signing off from you. But if you'd like to uh, have more of the discussion of Texas and the Pray for the Folks in Texas, join me at either AM 570 or AM 910 or FM 102.1 in Lakeland for the Hour 2 of the Bill Bunkley Show. Thanks for being along the way. Tires worn out, not only are you going to pay for a new set plus installation and balancing, they're going to charge you for tire disposal and still possibly sell your old ones to someone else. Same for car batteries. You pay for a new battery and you get saddled with that bogus disposal fee. We're different. At Mr. Sparky, when we install new ceiling fans, we'll buy your old ones for $25. That's $25 off your bill per fan. Same goes for old light fixtures. Electrical panel overloaded? We'll give you $100 for it when we install a replacement. That's $100 off your bill, and we'll take your old panel. Mr. Sparky repairs your electrical system with quality parts at a reasonable price and pays you for your old parts. Like the jingle says, You don't have to put up with any malarkey call 888 sparky Buyback applies only to fans, fixtures, and parts replaced or repaired by Mr. Sparky. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
A pastor returns to his shattered church in Texas in the aftermath of a horrific massacre that killed 26 people and injured 20 others. Pastor Frank Pomeroy, who was not at the church in Sutherland Springs, but lost his 14-year-old daughter in the shooting, says it's been a difficult time. We have, uh, we've had a long night with our children and grandbabies we have left. Pastor Pomeroy says he's leaning on Christ to get through the shooting that took so many of his congregation. Whatever life brings to you, lean on the Lord rather than your own understanding. I don't understand, but I know my God does, and that's where I'll leave that. Meanwhile, the gunman sent threatening text messages to his mother-in-law before the attack, which appeared to have been driven by domestic tensions. Investigators also revealed the shooter had been confronted about domestic violence at least twice in the last five years, including an assault on his ex-wife and a child that ended his Air Force career, and another report of violence against a girlfriend who became his second wife. In New York and New Jersey, memorials for those who died in last week's truck attack on Lower Manhattan by an Islamic terrorist. Mayor Bill de Blasio says it doesn't matter the nationality, we feel the grief in common. This was not just an attack on eight individuals. It was not just an attack on New York City. It was not just an attack on the United States of America. It was an attack on all of humanity. The suspect in that attack is in jail, recovering from injuries suffered when police shot him. Virginia and New Jersey are set to pick new governors Tuesday in what could be a telling referendum on President Trump's political popularity a year after he was elected. Democrats in both states have tried to tie their opponents to the president and are eager to prove they can harness anti-Trump energy into success at the polls. Republicans are looking to show they have a winning blueprint in blue-leaning states. On Wall Street, they're up by nine points. The Nasdaq rose 22, the S&P advanced three. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, you laugh? Yes, Medicare is such a maze. United Healthcare can help. Is that why you're driving this bulldozer? Hop in. Choosing a plan doesn't have to be complicated. United Healthcare has the people, tools, and plans to get you through it, including the only Medicare plans with the AARP name. That was easy. Need to find a Medicare plan? Get help now at uhcmedicare.com. AARP Medicare plans from United Healthcare. United Healthcare pays royalty fees to AARP. AARP is not an insurer. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety five. One eight hundred five hundred eight three eight four. That's one eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand is introducing a bill to combat sexual harassment on Capitol Hill. Female lawmakers and staffers have been speaking out about their own harassment experiences at work, and Senator Gillibrand says it's long past time to do something about it. The senator's bill would require the Office of Compliance's voluntary sexual harassment training to be mandatory. In addition, it would streamline the system for reporting sexual harassment and filing complaints. A recent roll call survey found four in ten women who responded believed Capitol Hill has a sexual harassment problem. One in six say they have experienced it themselves. Linda Kenyon, Washington. Growing homeless encampments along the West Coast stand in stark contrast to their city's roaring economies and the lifestyles of those made wealthy by the tech boom. The homeless sleep in their cars and create tent cities in the shadows of skyscrapers. Thousands have been pushed to the streets by soaring rents in cities. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
The corruption trial of New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez is almost ready to go to the jury. Defense attorney Abby Lowell told a federal jury in Newark the prosecution failed to make a case that Senator Bob Menendez sold his influence to a Florida eye doctor. Prosecutors never showed evidence of an agreement, Lowell said in his summation, but wanted the jury to speculate and fill in the gap. The New Jersey Democrat is accused of taking lavish vacations and other gifts in exchange for intervening in Solomon Melgren's billing disputes with Medicare. The defense says the two were old friends. Menendez is the latest official to face trial since the Supreme Court ruling last year narrowed the the definition of official corruption. I'm Warren Levinson. Prime Minister Shinsu Abe and his wife Aki have given a table runner adorned with golden embroidery to President Trump, who's known for his affinity for gold. Abe also gave Melania Trump a bracelet with Japanese motifs, and Abe gave presidential daughter and advisor Ivanka Trump a set of face brushes. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. I was making Michael a little bit nervous in uh, the adjoining studio because, um, you know, I uh, uh, sent and received text messages often during the broadcast, and a lot of times things are breaking. So I was uh, in the middle of uh, responding, and uh, you know what's funny is, I actually heard this voice, Bill, Bill, because these uh, these studios are basically uh, soundproof, right? I thought it was somebody yelling from the outside, and I thought, I'm not looking out that window. You know, <laughs> you never know. You know what I mean? Hey, Bill, but no, I'm, no, I'm not going to look out the window <laughs> if you're out there yelling at me from uh, from the hedge. You know, outside the window here. <laughs> Studio. Especially not today. Not going to be going there at all. Hey, welcome to the second hour of our program this afternoon. And um, great to have you with us. And uh, as we talk about um, uh, more, I mean, headlines. Texas Church Massacre. The worst church shooting in American history. The worst mass murder shooting in Texas history, and it all unfolded at a small, tiny, I don't mean that in a bad way, in fact, let's just say, not say tiny, but what a smaller Southern Baptist church. Now, for those of you that are just tuning in, maybe not familiar with my complete background, I have been a um, Florida Baptist, Southern Baptist all of my adult life. It was a Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist pastor who 
when my father died when I was 16, um, counseled me, and it was under that mentorship that I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. So, And uh, for 22 years, I have uh, represented the Florida Baptist State Convention uh, before the, the, the executive branch, including the governor, uh, before the members of the Florida House and Senate, the departments, and I've been their legislative consultant. Some would call that a lobbyist. And uh, three years ago, we have uh, uh, reorganized that responsibility under the auspices of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. So uh, you can well imagine that um, this this topic, and that is uh, the whole idea of congregational safety, congregational security. Uh, what do you do? What do you don't do? And um, it's important. All right, now I'm now I have now I have the blessing. Um, now you know. Now you're gonna want to know why Mike was yelling at me to pick up because I have been um, I've been aware of a, a pretty awesome announcement that um, uh, I know that was uh, I believe just decided upon um, not too many moments ago, and. Um, what happened was that uh, I got the announcement so quick uh, that uh, we determined that possibly the entity of the Southern Baptist Convention had not uh, issued a press release. And the last thing uh, yours truly wants to do is to get ahead of an official announcement. But I can tell you that uh, Kevin Azell, who is the director of the International Mission Board of the Florida Baptist of the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, through quite frankly, uh, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, at Ottawa Baptist Church, uh, has given me the um, the uh, go ahead to uh, announce that, uh, and I'm going to read you the text. This was the text from my pastor, uh, Dr. Ken Witten, earlier. And understand that uh, we have a, uh, you know, I'd say a pretty close relationship. And uh, I seek his counsel often and, and also contrary on things that uh, are, are sort of in my lane. And it, here's, uh, and to give you an idea, this came in at um, 425 this afternoon. And when I got to a break, it said, uh, you are part of a denomination called Southern Baptists. And we decided today at the North American Mission Board to pay for all the funerals of the victims in Texas at First Baptist Sutherland. That's who we are. Love you, Pastor Ken. So um, so I was excited. So I was getting ready to break that news and then uh, understood that uh, Kevin Azell, who heads up the um, – <laughs> who heads up NAM. Excuse me, not International Mission Board. I misspoke earlier. The North American Mission Board, that's for home missions here in this country, um, realized that uh, he might not have made that announcement. So thank you, Pastor Ken, because I know what you did. You uh, texted Kevin and said, hey, um, blah, 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 can Bill Bunkley say this? And he said, yes, go ahead and say that. So with that, let me repeat. In fact, if you've been following some of the coverage, uh, even at the last press conference, 
I believe it's the district attorney for the county there uh, in uh, Sutherland Springs, made an appeal for a couple of bank accounts that had been opened uh, so people could give uh, to the folks in that community. So understand that with 26 people who have been, quite frankly, assassinated, um, eight members from a single family, uh, do you realize what some families are looking at there in terms of funeral costs alone? Uh, and uh, let's keep in mind that we started with an 18-month-year-old uh, going on up. So I am indeed uh, very proud to be a Southern Baptist today, and I hope that if you're listening this afternoon and you are a Southern Baptist as well, again, breaking news that uh, the North American Mission Board voted today that they are going to pay for all the funerals of every victim uh, who were part of the tragedy there at the First Baptist uh, Sutherland. Uh, First Baptist, uh, let me get this right. It was uh, the First Baptist Church of Sutherland Springs, Texas. And I got to tell you, Mike, that's uh, that's just good news. I mean, that's uh, at a time where we have been dealing with... Um, uh, this is the horrible nature. Um, since this story broke yesterday, I became aware of it uh, uh, a little bit before mid-afternoon. And, and I got to tell you, um, when, you, when it's Sunday afternoon and I have, uh, I have a sixth grader in my house who, um, first of all, he's got excellent hearing. I, I believe now he can be out in the backyard, you know, you know 30 yards away and hear what I'm saying. And uh, yesterday was at great lengths. I mean, I'm back in the back room. I'm back in our bedroom trying to, trying to you know, listen. Trying not to have the major TV on or any radio on, uh, trying to keep it from him. Mrs. Bunkley is in the air flying back from Kentucky since we were camping at Trail Life. She went up to Kentucky for a couple of days and why can we do that because uh, she's been with United Airlines you know for for decades so uh, for her that's like you know driving over to Plant City to spend the weekend with her you know with a relative but anyway uh, so um, the reason why I want to tell this story is that uh, she finally gets back last night and her mom's staying with us so uh, I pick up uh, you know pack up our son Zachary and my mother-in-law and and have tried all day to just, you know, keep this under wraps. And so um, as Tony gets in the car and after initial greetings, I had the story up uh, on my on my smartphone. And all I was going to do was discreetly, you know, pass the phone over because I didn't think, uh, and I could tell by the conversations Mrs. Bunk and I were having before she got on the plane, she didn't have any idea. So I kind of slide the phone over, and out of the back seat, I hear this. Yeah, Mom, I mean, it's terrible what happened to that church out in Texas. So uh, I'm just sort of driving out of Tampa International, and I just kind of I just kind of threw my hands up, like, you know. Uh, and I say that to say, you know what? Isn't it, isn't it one of the unfortunate items of our lives today we live in an instant society things are up on television and cable Uh, a lot of them aren't real censored when breaking news is coming in and uh, i tell you what 
I was not privy to all of what was happening when I was a sixth grader as my son is privy today. And if they don't find out at home, I guarantee you they're going to find out really quickly at school. And all in all, isn't it a shame that as we are trying to raise up our children in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, and the society continues to press upon them um, ideas, concepts, and uh, information that I still don't believe their little psyches are really ready yet and mature enough uh, that we would normally not introduce that until, in my case, a little bit later in life. It's just a reality of what we have to do and um, the rodeo that uh, is part of the culture of today. So when I come back, what about uh, churches? What do we do now? Do we put fences around our churches? Do we uh, say, hey, let me see your ID card or let me see your palm print or let me let me check that chip that's uh, in your neck and make sure you're supposed to be coming to church, that you are part of us? How should the church react? And I'll take your phone calls next at 877-943-9673. So what about congregational safety? What about congregational security balanced with uh, the spreading of the gospel? More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up next. Don't go away. I'll be right back. us together. Don't miss the St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast Tuesday, November 4th at the Coliseum as Speaker Edie Lutnick shares how providing aid to families of 9-11 victims grew into an effort now reaching far beyond those tragic days. Join in as community leaders lift up the city and the region in prayer. The St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast November 4th at the Coliseum. Get your tickets today at stpetymca.org. That's stpetymca.org. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. 
That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Struggling. I feel sad. Totally overwhelmed. Who do I tell If someone you know is struggling with depression or anxiety, don't assume someone else will reach out. Let them know you care by starting a conversation. You might just save a life. Hi, I'm Amanda Soto. My husband, Congressman Darren Soto, and I know that depression and anxiety can be successfully treated. Encourage those you love to seek help. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Do you have two hours a week to help feed homebound seniors? Neighborly Care Network, which has been serving Pinellas County seniors for over 43 years, needs your help. Knowing you can make a difference in someone's life is a wonderful feeling. If you're interested in helping seniors remain independent and stay in their own homes, learn about becoming a neighborly volunteer. Please call 727-573-9444, extension 291. That's 727-573-9444, extension 291. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, especially in light of uh, what uh, we have been processing today with the news coming out of the Texas Church Massacre. Hey, I want to invite you to something very special this Thursday. That's right. We have a brand new screening lined up for you. The movie is The Star, The Story of the First Christmas. Now, I have um, had a chance to uh, see this uh, movie from Sony Pictures Animation and Affirm Films. The star, uh, which is the nativity story, comes alive but with a new twist. A group of eccentric, and let me emphasize the word eccentric, stable animals animals become involved in the birth of Jesus and become unlikely heroes in the greatest story ever told, that being the very first Christmas. Find out more about this movie at uh, starmovie.com. That's starmovie.com. But I want to remind you that you can see the movie free this Thursday at 7 p.m. if you are on time and prompt. That's right. We have an opportunity for a free screening. It's going to be happening. The movie will begin at 7 o'clock this Thursday night. It's going to be at the uh, West Shore AMC 14 Theaters. Now, it's going to start at 7 o'clock, but I want to very much encourage you that uh, if you want to come, you're going to have to first register, and then uh, I'm really suggesting that you need to be there at 7 o'clock because 
Um, uh, if uh, more people uh, register online than seating capacity, uh, they will all have the same uh, entrance pass as you will. And uh, when the theater fills up, it's all over, which means it's first come, first serve. Now, the fact that it's absolutely free, and especially if you have a, you know, a larger family, you can count the the uh, the dinero, if you will, that you can save uh, by coming to the movie. So what you're going to have to do is come a little bit early, and I suggest uh, seven o'clock to be in line. It's a good time to. Uh, be relatively sure that uh, you will be able to come in. Now, you can't just show up. have to go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Click on the banner for the star and uh, come out early because I think you're going to really enjoy the opportunity to see uh, the movie. Um, I have seen it, uh, but um, I'm not at liberty to tell you a lot about it yet, uh, but uh, just remember that uh, this is going to be a fun animation, and uh, it is rated PG. So um, how will church be for you uh, next Sunday? Now, I have to tell you that uh, in light of um, my position, um, working uh, within the framework of the Florida Baptist Convention, which, of course, is in cooperation with the Southern Baptist Convention, to say that... Um, I have not been engaged in conversations with pastors and with security experts about, uh, hey, just how do we keep uh, how do we keep our churches safe? Um, how do we you know how do we get involved with not only uh, the safety but the security? Well, and by the way, phone lines are open. If you have some thoughts, maybe, um, and even if you want to call anonymously, if you happen by chance to be involved with. Maybe some of the security details at your church, um, if you want to share some of that, uh, or even if you want to keep your name anonymous, you can do that. Uh, But we're not going to get into any specific discussions about any specific churches here. But uh, phone lines are open. If you'd like to join the conversation with me, love to chat with you at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. You know, the first issue is... um, how big is your church? Now, um, you know, bigger is not better, smaller is not better, you know, better is better. You, maybe your pastor has uh, used that illustration before. It's one that uh, I think is very apropos on many occasions. But um, there is a difference uh, when we look at um, at these churches. And let me suggest... Um, I want to suggest something on the front end that I hope will carry through the entire conversation. You might have heard uh, might have heard messages um, where uh, the following phrase has been shared, and that is that uh, churches must must never forget that their mission is not to be you know uh, a ho- hotels for saints, uh, but rather to be hospitals for sinners. Now, I know sometimes, and maybe it's your congregation, I mean, it really depends on how open and uh, how open arms your members of your congregation tend to be when it comes to visitors and the, the lost. I know that it's very easy for a congregation to become the hotel for saints, and that is you get you get you get real comfortable with those you have uh, experienced life with for and through many years. 
and you just sort of uh, get into that groove the older that you get that you just enjoy the people that you share and sometimes uh, i'm not saying that you mean it but uh you know somebody new comes in it's you know sometimes uh yes clicks do tend to get going and people aren't necessarily welcoming and welcoming others to uh to their church because they sort of like it the way it is and so you look at that sort of environment, and then you look at another environment where a congregation is just extremely evangelical, uh, where the pastor is always encouraging, hey, bring a friend next Sunday. Bring someone who you work with, someone that uh, maybe you meet out and about. Now, the truth is that um, as we are talking to folks that uh, we casually meet and uh and as we invite them, as I tell you, I believe we wholeheartedly are are responsible and uh, we are charged with doing so. I mean, you got to understand that, um, especially in the culture that we live in today, I mean, this culture, I mean, life can eat you up very quickly here in America. Life can eat you pretty quickly in the westernized world of uh, of the uh, of the culture and the type of uh, the work that we do today, the workplaces, just the overall stress. I mean, we are bombarded with far more information. We are bombarded with far more facts and figures. We are bombarded with far more stuff than I think that. Uh, Either the Lord ever created us to really successfully process or remember it's not too many generations ago to where, um, you know, our bodies have been programmed to be hunters and gatherers. Uh, That's why when we have the adrenaline flowing and if we don't get out and, uh, you know, do some fast running or jogging or physical activity, we end up uh, creating problems for ourselves because our body is still wired uh, in some of those more uh, traditional ways of uh, going through daily life. But um, let's face it, if we're going to reach a lost world, within that lost world, there's a lot of hurting people. And uh, we are we are called by the Great Commission to go out in that world And uh, we are called to, you know, to not have any preferences. Whether it's a rich person coming into your church or someone who actually actually and obviously has been living on the street, when they come into the back of your church, we are commended to treat them equally. We are not commended to... um, see someone who is a very important community figure we just don't uh say hey come right on up here we're going to either put you on the platform or we're going to seat you right here in the first row as a place of honor now that doesn't mean there are special guests that come uh, who uh, can sit in the place of honor sometimes sit on the platform but i think you know what i mean as opposed to someone that comes in and maybe there's a little body odor maybe they're little unkept maybe you can tell they uh, haven't had a shower in a while and uh, 
you know, in the same way you don't bring someone that's uh, well attired to the front of the church, you also don't sort of invite that person to sit way in the back corner so nobody can see them. So when you do that, um, on any given day, you are having people, if you are an evangelical soul-winning church, you're going to have people coming to your doors that you don't know very well. So how does this relate into what happened in Texas? And what should a church do? Well, I guess it depends on whether you're a 50, 75, or 100-person church, whether you're a four or 500-person church, or if you are a larger uh, mega church. Why? Because of the resources available for you to uh, be able to assess the size of your congregation, to assess the size of uh, your guest flow, and to ask the Lord uh, along with, especially for the larger churches, there are several church consulting firms that now specialize in the area of uh, congregational safety, congregational security. Um, But at the very least, I ask you a question this afternoon. Do you and your church, do you have a plan? for the events that unfolded in Sutherland Springs, Texas. Let me ask you, have, has your church even ever talked about it? Now, I'm not saying talk about it in a general assembly, but um, it might be a general assembly if you are a 50 or 100-person church. That might be a conversation that if you haven't had it, you might want to have it uh, on a, on a Wednesday night or if you have business meetings to have a have a chat about uh, what is the game plan if and when this were to happen to to say you know your church and um, for others um, what level of security before we take a break I'm reminded that um, if I got this correctly there is a church right here in our listing area pretty good sized church that um, the leadership there, and uh, I know there's churches all over, the leadership there is well knowledgeable about persons in that congregation who uh, not only have concealed weapons permits, but they are packing with their concealed weapons and uh, uh, they know who each other are, and uh, they are in that church service. Now, that may in and of itself may not seem remarkable to many of you, and to others it would be, but uh, I'm told this particular church that when you drive up on the church property from uh, any direction that you're coming to the church, there are signs posted that basically say, in general, all are welcome here. All are welcome to come to Jesus or find Jesus. But just beware that uh, this is a congregation um, that um, is in support of concealed weapons. There'll be concealed weapons in this service, and we totally are prepared to defend ourselves. Now, Now, think about that. Now that uh, now for many churches, you know, a pastor might be listening and saying, "There isn't any way I'm going to put that kind of sign up." Well, I understand that, and I'm not. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating for or against it. I'm just suggesting 
that um, I want to tell you, and I know for those who are who are looking to see the Second Amendment roll back, here's my opinion. You can disagree. Because of the nature of the founding of our country, because of the nature of the freedoms that we have, and the establishment of the Second Amendment, I don't ever see this 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 nation going backwards in terms of more restrictiveness on their gun laws. Now, I'm not talking about tweaking around the edges or mental health and those type of things or gun checks and comprehensiveness. I'm not saying that. So the bottom line is guns are here. And uh, we obviously now have a string of deranged individuals who I believe, you may disagree, I believe in some sense are not only um, uh, taught and encouraged by social media, I think some of them look forward to having their day of just absolutely evil glory because they think they're going to be having their day on social media. But, uh, hey, we live in a society where um, from the time a person banishes a weapon, be it a knife, a pipe, a baseball bat, or a gun, between that time and the time, if if you can, where you can pick up a phone and call 911 and the time the local police department, the sheriff's department, um, FDLE, FBI, tobacco, firearms, you name your agency, do, do you understand you're on your own? You are on your own from the time somebody brandishes a weapon to you and your family and the time the police arrive. Now, I'm not going to take issue if you have a conscientious objection to firearms. I understand that. But um, the suggestion is, is that in a lot of these soft targets, not just churches, and I mentioned during the first hour, I'm not going to, I'll mention a soft target the day something happens at that target, and we're talking about churches today. I am not going to go down a litmus test and give anybody else any ideas because then I'm, I think I'm adding to folks who are struggling, uh, depression, mentally, don't want to give them anything extra. But I want to tell you, I think the future is going to be, there's going to be more and more signs on premises that basically say, hey, by the way, um, come and enjoy this place, but we are just letting you know that there are concealed weapons in the hands of responsible individuals here at this establishment. I think that's going to be coming. I think that's just going to be part of of, uh, what's going to be uh, the future. And if it doesn't become widespread, I still think you're, you're definitely going to see it uh, in places. So when we come back, let's talk about that and uh, uh, talk about protecting the church at the same time as being prepared for um, what may happen. And believe me, I have friends. I have friends that uh, always, always sit in the very back of any auditorium, any church. Part of them are are people who have served this country. They've been in, you know, 
uh, situations that you and I may not have been in, but uh, I want to tell you that uh, that's just the way they are wired. So what do you think? How far should we go to protect our churches? Do you dare enter the conversation? <laughs> Hope you will. Call me now, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Don't go away. The Bill Bunkley Show will return. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz says the bravery and courage of a citizen who shot back at the gunman in the Texas church attack should be celebrated. The Republican senator from Texas spoke about talking to law enforcement officials and visiting the church in Sutherland Springs where Devin Kelly killed 26 people and wounded about 20 more. When a reporter asked Cruz about gun control, he noted the recent terrorist attack with a truck in New York and said evil is evil. He then lauded the ordinary citizen who engaged the gunman. Cruz said that law enforcement officers showed him where the citizen hid behind a car and took incoming shots from the gunman. Cruz said he asked law enforcement what would have happened if the citizen had not used his own gun to confront Kelly. Cruz said they responded that the death toll would have been higher. On Wall Street, the Dow by nine points to 23,548. The NASDAQ rose 22. This is SRNU. Is this thing on? Okay. This is Dr. Rod, and I am the president of Sola Scriptura Bible College. I am taping radio spots here on WTBN. I don't know anything about radio, but I do know a great Bible college. Here's the bare facts. Bible college, $1,000 a year for everything. Study every chapter of the Bible in four years. Be mentored by professors with earned degrees. Classes meet only two Saturdays a month. Let's see, I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, $1,000 a year total investment, whole Bible chapter by chapter, trained professors, meets only two Saturdays a month. Oh, yeah, call me for information at 727-614-6372. That's right, call me. At 727-614-6372. At these prices, I can't afford a full-time secretary. 727-614-6372. From orphan to millionaire. I was abandoned, a child without parent. He opened his heart to God and opened his home to thousands of children in need. Mully, in partnership with Focus and the Family. Discover the miraculous true story of how one man gave up earthly riches and became the wealthiest man in the world. I see the impossible becoming possible. Mully, in theaters nationwide for one night only on Thursday, November 9th. Buy tickets now at mullymovie.com. Protecting data in today's complex business infrastructures presents challenges that traditional backup solutions can't handle. At best, you'll waste time and money managing multiple solutions. At worst, gaps in coverage will leave your data vulnerable. Barracuda Backup is a single cloud-integrated solution that lets you easily backup data wherever it resides and replicate it to another location on your network or private cloud, the Barracuda Cloud, or to the AWS Public Cloud. Reclaim your data. Try Barracuda Backup free at barracuda.com. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. 
Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Prayer binds us together. Don't miss the St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast Tuesday, November 4th at the Coliseum as Speaker Edie Lutnick shares how providing aid to families of 9-11 victims grew into an effort now reaching far beyond those tragic days. Join in as community leaders lift up the city and the region in prayer. The St. Pete YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast November 4th at the Coliseum. Get your tickets today at stpetymca.org. That's stpetymca.org. Hello, I'm Jerry Stewart. With all the recent talk about our flag, its history, its purpose in our nation, there is a true story that few know the powerful truth of it. Please join me on this station for my Veterans Day program, The Battle for Iwo Jima. It's a story unlike any you've ever heard before, as told by those who were there. It's my special Veterans Day program on this station. Please join me. 5 p.m. Veterans Day, brought to you by Auto Glass America and Faith Talk 570. Cause I hear a voice and it calls me every day When others say I'll never be enough And greater is the one living inside of me Than he who is living in the world In the world In the world And greater is the one living inside of me Than he Amen, amen, amen. Welcome back. Hey, got something else that you might want to uh, plug in with? And, of course, uh, many of you listen each weekday to Dr. Robert Jeffress on uh, his ministry program, Pathway to Victory. Well, we've got a couple of opportunities for you. First of all, how would you like to receive a free download of, uh, quote, what seven world religions teach about heaven? Now, that's a very special brochure that uh, you can download uh, right here at letstalkfaith.com, keyword heaven. But when you do that, you're also entered into a contest. That's right. And that is going to be one grand prize winner. Someone around the country is going to be receiving an all-expense-paid complimentary Mediterranean cruise for two. That's right, a Mediterranean cruise for two on the Journeys of Paul. And that is uh, the annual cruise uh, with uh, Dr. Robert Jeffress. You're going to be part of a worship service while sailing the same Mediterranean Sea as the Apostle Paul did. Myself, Mrs. Bunkley, and Zach uh, has uh, fortunately been blessed with that opportunity. He says it's wonderful. I second the motion. It is wonderful. Can you imagine hearing the gospel preached on Mars Hill just as it was centuries ago? Dr. Robert Jeffress invites you to share these magnificent moments uh, with uh, he and Pathway to Victory June 8 to 18 next year, 2018. Stunning Mediterranean islands like Santorini and Rhodes. And by the way, Mrs. Bunkley loves Santorini. I do too. It's just dramatic. I mean, on the side of that cliff and that volcano and uh, just the, the, the blue roofs against the Mediterranean in the sky. Mm, absolutely awesome sight. But they're the most uh, sought-after destinations in the world. 
But it's not just visiting the famous beaches or the breathtaking views or the crystal clear azure water. No, right in the middle of all that, they are going to give you the opportunity to seek the one who created it. And uh, if you'd like to find out more about uh, both the brochure, about uh, uh, the, what the seven world religions teach about heaven and about the cruise, go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the keyword heaven. All right, let's talk a little bit. Uh, I want to share from um, an article written by Mark Whitlock, um, who is a pastor. Uh, This uh, is a uh, publication that um, was part of um, the uh, University of Southern California. It's entitled Securing God's Sanctuary, How to Protect Your Congregation from Attacks. I thought he had a A very excellent um, outline here, so I thought I would talk about this today in the closing minutes of our show. Why? Well, for those of us that uh, in those churches who are inviting folks to come and uh, uh, come as visitors, well, you don't really know everybody who's coming inside the church doors. So uh, there are some things that uh, I think there's some steps that uh, your church uh, either has already taken or might consider taking. And uh, the first one is uh, either for your pastor and some members of the deacon board or maybe a dedicated committee if you have a large enough congregation, uh, you might want to establish a a safety committee uh, to research uh, your safety policies, your building security uh, products, and if necessary, your security personnel. And all that uh, is uh, sort of... um, throttled by the size of your church because some of the things some of these aspects can be very costly but as you can see today uh being prepared in an event like this whether you're a small or big church uh uh the fact of the matter is you want to have this well thought out and uh know exactly which direction you're going to go should something like this happen I want to tell you that you can uh, contact our local law enforcement agencies and they would be willing to come out to your church um, to take a walkthrough through your church. Uh, I think they will also conduct a, a security and a vulnerability assessment. I know that when I was in Lebanon with the Heart for Lebanon, we talked about that next month, they had just recently um, had some experts in from some government entities that uh, did that exact same assessment for them even uh, driving to and from one of their locations there in the Bacal Valley and in southern Lebanon. But uh, you might get the law enforcement agencies to uh, bring in fire and other uh, services to um, really give you a good idea uh, in your church top to bottom about what resources might be available to you due to the size of your congregation, the layout of the sanctuary and the a Bible fellowship classes and all of that uh, would be a very good first step. Now, um, there's also a grant program out there. Uh, I believe it's called FEMA's Nonprofit Security Grant Program that uh, will help uh, targets that are considered to be high risk for a terrorist attack and located within certain eligible urban areas. You might want to check out that uh, resource. That is FEMA's Nonprofit Security Grant Program. Um, Do you have a written security plan? Uh, For larger churches, it would have a budget. 
It would have policies and procedures. Uh, it would have uh, clearly marked studies about how people and how people can enter and exit the church, maybe not through con- conventional um, um, ingress and egress areas. Those are the ones you really want to look at. Uh, what happens in the case of emergency? Who gets called? When are they called? Um, do you have an evacuation plan? Uh, do you know uh, what you would do? Uh, well, not only in case of a, uh, of a horrendous attack like we've seen in Texas, but uh, what about a fire? I mean, uh, I know a lot of churches I go in, I have never seen any sort of uh, things on a lot of churches telling you, uh, where do you go? What do you do in case of a fire? Just, just suggesting, suggesting some things here. Uh, some churches um, will also have an exercise or a drill once a year. Now, I know a lot of pastors may not want to go down that road for fear that um, they're going to cause somebody some panic or anxiety. But I tell you what, I remember when I was at school, you heard that bell ring. And guess what? It was a fire what? A fire drill. And what do you did? Well, you knew exactly where to line up, what to do, where to walk, what door, how far away to get away from the school. How about that? Is it time for us to do that in terms of a security drill? That might be worth a conversation at your home church. Um, and then, uh, of course, the question is, or if you're at a large church, chances are you might consider hiring off-duty police officers in your jurisdiction where they're clearly marked patrol vehicles or on your property. Um, then sometimes you might have a couple of unmarked units. You know what that means? There is a chance that there's an, un- if there's an unmarked unit. There might be a plainclothes uh, member of the police department, sheriff's department, inside the congregation. Tell you that uh, today, there you can you can bet believe, especially after today, there's people in congregations that are that are packing. I mean, does your church have a have a policy on? Uh, do you you know based on your property are people allowed to pack? Not a, not allowed to pack. Okay. Now your church doesn't want to become a fortress. Okay. You you don't want to have uh, and be careful because there's a lot of vendors out there who will rip you off. So what I would do is uh, comparable to your size of your church, I would talk uh, with some other. Uh, fellow pastors or other congregants uh, at other churches who have, or maybe further down the road with this, who could recommend to you uh, security specialists to help you with your plan. And then uh, are people in your church, let, let us face it, what happened in Texas? How many people in your church are prepared uh, uh, to uh, administer first aid? How many are trained prepared to uh, administer CPR? And uh, remember that uh, whatever we have, whether it is a stroke or a heart attack or if it's some sort of mass incident, you know, just like we're on our own before law enforcement arrives, we are on our own until the fire department is called and their trained experts arrive. Do you have that? Now, um, let me just wrap up. The Department of Homeland Security offers a variety of trainings on active shooter preparedness, so you might want to check there. They have a booklet, they have a webinar, and they also have an interactive web-based course. And I hope that um, just in light of what's happening here that you'll have an opportunity to uh, uh, check into that. 
And there's also many other resources uh, are available. Let me leave you with this uh, uh, scripture from Nehemiah 4, 15 and 16. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to his own work. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah, close quote. So, with a Bible in your hand, self-defense in the other, I think it is scriptural for us to take the steps to prepare ourselves. Well, coming up next, my pastor, Senior Pastor, Ottawa Baptist Church and uh, Lutz. Today's edition of his radio ministry, Living Truth, What's In It For Me? Hmm. What's In It For Me? Part two of two-part series coming from Matthew 10. That's coming up in a moment. Until tomorrow, honor to be with you. More of the Bill Bunkley Show tomorrow at 4. God bless and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.